All right, good morning. Welcome to Middle Tech's Friday update. Uh, we've got half of or most of the Middle Tech team traveling this morning, so this is going to be a solo Friday update. So uh, if you guys have any questions, throw those in the chat so that I'm not talking to myself the entire time. Uh, so we got Evan down in Nashville for a bachelor party. We got Nate out in the Virgin Islands. Uh, we don't want to talk about that one too much. And then I'm actually up in Cincinnati right now. So everyone's a little bit scattered uh, for this Friday update this morning, but that's okay. Um, before we get started here, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. So we've got KY Innovation uh, and Bolt Marketing um, that are, are our sponsors for this Friday update. KY Innovation, we're really grateful for them and all the support they provide us. Uh, and then Bolt Marketing, uh, just got uh, lunch with Chase yesterday, actually. So if you guys have any marketing needs, highly recommend checking out Bolt Marketing. Um, so to start, uh, this week in tech history was actually uh, pretty uh, pretty good little factoid about what, what went down uh, 135 years ago. So in uh, March 10th, 1887, Alexander Bell made the first phone call ever. Um, so Alexander Graham Bell, um, you guys might know him as the guy who invented the telephone. Um, and 135 years ago yesterday is when the first phone call was made. And now over 12 billion calls are made per day. Uh, so that's the, the tech, uh, this week in tech history. Now let's go into some of the stories that we got for the day. So we've got two stories that we want to discuss. Uh, the first of which is the Rivian's earning, uh, earnings report that came out. Um, and then we've got Biden's executive order for uh, cryptocurrency framework. So uh, we'll go ahead and dive into this. Uh, since it's just me, we'll keep it kind of short and concise here. Uh, so the first thing is uh, Rivian's earnings report. And just for a little context on Rivian, uh, I'm sure most of you know that that is the electric car company that went public back in November of 2021. Um, they had investments from companies like Amazon and Ford. Um, and they went public, like I said, on November 10th at an initial public offering price of $78 per share. Uh, that valued the company at $66.5 billion. And after this earnings report, it's now trading at about $37 per share with a market cap of about $37 billion. Uh, so that IPO actually was one of the most successful IPOs uh, since 2014. It allowed them to raise over $12 billion of financing. Uh, and it IPO'd with no revenue, which is something that I feel like we're, we're starting to see more and more of. However, this one was a little bit unique because it did not go uh, the SPAC route. So this uh, earnings report came out uh, and kind of detailed everything that went down in Q4 of 2021 since they went public. So um, in the report, it says Rivian delivered 909 vehicles uh, for fiscal year 2021, uh, and total revenues were 55 million. And that was supported by a total of 920 uh, vehicle deliveries here. So uh, all in all, in, in Q4, they lost $2.46 billion uh, and $4.5 billion for the entire 2021 year. So uh, obviously losing quite a bit of cash um, and not not quite making that revenue to support that. Um, in addition to that, they cut uh, the projected deliveries for 2022 by about half. Um, and that's all due to the supply chain issues with chip manufacturing. So they're pretty low on the totem pole as far as uh, the supply chain goes for, for the chips that actually go in their cars. Um, we've been hearing about these chip shortages for quite a while now, uh, whether it's for things like the iPhone or whether it's for things like cars. Auto manufacturers are, are some of the people that are really feeling uh, that crunch. That's why you see things like uh, like used car values going crazy because production of new cars uh, has not been able to keep up due to this chip shortage. And Rivian is definitely feeling that as well. 
Um, so the company also guided for 2022 capital expenditures to about uh, 2.6 billion uh, on its factories. And then it said it had about 83,000 pre-orders in the US and Canada uh, for its electric pickup trucks. So again, uh, they're losing a ton of money. They're gonna need to scale up pretty significantly to stop this bleeding. Uh, and like I said, they're, they're pretty low on the totem pole as far as uh, getting chips um, for their for their vehicles. So uh, until this kind of chip shortage and the supply chain issues let up a little bit, um, they might be kind of staying at that at that level that they're projecting where you know they're they're cutting their uh, their production in half due to all that. So you know just something to keep an eye on. I know that uh, the uh, the electric car market is something that everyone. Uh, gets excited about. That's why it was able to raise $12 billion with no revenue when it went uh, public. Um, but, you know, this is really early days of electric vehicles. So something to just keep an eye on. Good morning, Nick. How's it going? <laughs> um, okay. So now this next story um, is that uh, President Biden signed an executive order uh, to have the, uh, to have the, the federal government um, develop a crypto framework. So until now, um, it's kind of been the wild west of cryptocurrencies as far as the federal government is concerned. Obviously, there's been a little bit of regulation, uh, whether it's through the SEC or uh, other regulatory agencies. But uh, President Joe Biden signed this executive order to really start placing some more attention uh, on the crypto markets and uh, try and introduce, you know, either an actual Federal Reserve cryptocurrency, um, but also just look into the impacts that uh, that cryptocurrencies are going to have. Uh, on the government and on the monetary supply and on national security. Um, so <clears throat> when he signed this um, executive order, um, you know, like I said, it's it's meant f it's not necessarily outlining any specific type of plan. It's essentially just saying, hey, we're going to start paying attention to this. Um, and the reason that I just kind of wanted to call this out is because I could see this going either way. Uh, you know, cryptocurrencies, everyone talks about them being decentralized and it's like, oh, it's outside of the jurisdiction of the government. Uh, I don't buy that. I mean, if if the government came out and said it was automatically illegal for you to own Bitcoin, <laughs> that's going to that's going to crash the market. That's going to make it very difficult for Bitcoin or, you know, an equivalent cryptocurrency to to survive. Now, I'm not saying that the government is going to ban that outright. But what you have to to realize is that something like a Bitcoin uh, that is outside of the government's jurisdiction. If that were to truly to catch on and, and be a worldwide thing, uh, we actually talked about this in our middle tech episode with Lamar. Uh, the government is obviously not going to like that because that takes away one of their key levers uh, as a government, which is being able to control the monetary supply uh, and introduce, you know, new money into the economy. So if, uh, if we were to suddenly have widespread adoption of Bitcoin, it would not surprise me that the government is not not too thrilled about that. So it's interesting to see uh, them finally, you know, taking the steps to start looking into that a little bit more seriously. I think it's also really interesting that uh, all these governments are starting to do more research and look into developing their own cryptocurrency. So I personally think that having a government cryptocurrency kind of goes against the ideals of cryptocurrency in the first place. I don't think it's something that governments necessarily should play in. Um, but the reason I say that is just because, you know, as it stands currently, governments can't do a whole lot to exercise control over digital money, which is when, I, what I'm, when I'm saying digital money, I'm thinking of things like credit cards uh, and money that is transferred back and forth through the Internet. If they issue a digital currency, that just gives a lot more room for them to monitor transactions on the blockchain, 
um, and do things like that. And don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I think a government cryptocurrency would provide less privacy than our current financial system. So just something to kind of keep an eye on uh, since it's uh, you know now being paid pretty close attention to by the government. So just wanted to cover that story, call it out, um, and make you guys aware of it. So um, that's kind of all the stories we have for today. Just to highlight some of the episodes that we have coming out here soon. Um, on Saturday, tomorrow, we're going to have a weekend thoughts coming out, and that's just the narrative around failure. Um, so, you know, in the entrepreneurship and startup ecosystems, failure is oftentimes celebrated. I actually talked about that, uh, talked about that in my weekend thoughts uh, that was released last weekend. Um, so this one is all just about the narrative around failure and why failure is important and the role uh, that it plays in the startup and technology and innovation ecosystems. Um, so definitely recommend checking that out. And then uh, on Monday, we're going to have uh, an episode with KY Innovation, who's one of our main sponsors. Uh, and this this episode was probably one of my favorites that we've done in season five so far, just because KY Innovation uh, is providing us a lot of really good support that's allowing us to scale everything that we do at Middle Tech. And we got to break down what KY Innovation actually does, the purpose of them, uh, and you know all the different um, programs that they support and ways that they deploy the capital that the government uh, is giving to them through the the Chamber of Econo- or the Cabinet of Economic Development. So we got to break all that down and really looking forward to doing more of those because I would love to get to a point where we create content through Middle Tech uh, in in partnership with KY Innovation, where we're helping entrepreneurs take advantage of all the programs. Uh, that KY Innovation is supporting because there's a lot of them uh, and there's you know a lot of money out there for Kentucky entrepreneurs that KY Innovation wants to take advantage of. So we've got that episode coming out on Monday. Other than that, I uh, hope everyone has enjoyed the first solo Friday update. We'll be back together as a team next week. So thank you guys for, t- for tuning in. Hope everyone has a great weekend and we'll see you next week.